Lisa, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? Welcome to the Star Wars Rebels Without a Cause podcast. I'm your host, Kendall. With me, as always, is Nick. Hello, everyone. And at long last, Dwight. Hola. All right. So, uh, we, uh, we've missed... Well, we, we, we're doing two episodes tonight, and Dwight was not here uh, the episode before that. Um, before we start talking about uh, the episodes... I want to give you guys an update on the Star Wars comics. Let's take my headphones off because I don't need those. Um, so uh, last week, uh, Star Wars number two came out. I'm still really enjoying the series, uh, the, except for <laughs> except for Luke. Luke confronted Vader. Uh, <laughs> so the the first issue of Star Wars. Um, Ended with Vader showing up on the planet that they're doing stuff, and uh, and Luke ran into, or, or well, and and it ended with Obi Wan speaking in Luke's head, saying "Run" when uh, when he saw Vader, and of course Luke, being the uh, stupid teenager that he is in this uh, in this era, decided to take Vader on head on. He's like, "Ah, you killed my father." My name is Luke Skywalker. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And Darth Vader's like, I killed a lot of fathers. Anyway, it, it, it was like really weird. I was like, this totally changes everything if this is really how it happened. Because it makes it so it's not the first time. So when, when they meet on Cloud City, it's not the first time that they have met face to face. And all this, like, you know, it's like, ugh. And it happened in a comic book. It's like you feel like it shouldn't happen in a comic book that comes out 40 years after the movie came out. I don't know. Um, but but then Darth Vader pursues to, to steal Luke's lightsaber and use it to kill all the alien slaves, which is just, like, so cool. Like... He, he just kicks Luke's butt, and Luke steals a lance or steals a speeder bike, and Han and Han steals an ATAT, and it's just and and it just has this the it still has that like classic trilogy feel that it's like how are they going to get out of this one kind of thing. So it's cool. What do you think of Nick? What do you think of uh, Luke seeing Vader before Empire? It's strange, like you said, it changes all the dynamics of. Basically, Luke's motivations and how well Darth Vader knows Luke. Yeah. For example, if uh, if the last time Luke saw Darth Vader, Darth Vader killed his mentor, that has a lot more of an impact than, oh, yeah, it's this guy I've run into a couple times now, and I'm still mm-hmm. here. It's okay. Yeah. Versus, this is the guy that killed the guy that taught me everything. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of it, Dwight? Um... It makes sense from a standpoint as if you look at um, when he's training with Yoda and he goes into the tunnel and he sees Darth Vader, he's already confronted him. So that makes that, okay, this guy's the enemy besides just that one point where he killed Obi-Wan. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I think no matter what, I'm pretty sure that Luke uh, knew that Darth Vader was – I mean, yeah, but uh, 
yeah, at this point, Darth Vader is firmly a bad guy. He's probably later. It's the other way around, and that's a big deal. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's probably well, and, and I would say, and well, and that's something else. Like, there's definitely no, um, there's there's no suggestion that there's good in him, or that there's, or that there's any, you know, at this at this point, and and I think that's probably true. Like, Darth Vader is so not Anakin Skywalker at this at this point, right. and honestly. From the whole believing that there's not anything good in him, it would be good to see a little more backstory mm. besides just the 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 killing of Obi Wan to prove to uh, Luke that really there is no good in yeah, this yeah. guy, since he hasn't seen him do a whole mm. lot other than random acts against the rebellion. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was walking around on Hoth. Yeah, didn't really do anything <laughs> at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I just, I guess, I guess my take from it is, uh, I'm really hoping that it's not, yeah, that, that they don't just constantly butt heads. And, uh, I really liked, um, and then this, this also sort of, uh, this week's Darth Vader comic really sp- spun directly out of it. And I thought, which I thought was interesting because it's a completely different creative team, but it's like the next step for, for Darth Vader after the after this run in with uh, with Luke, um, and you can kind of tell because he because at one point he looks in the in the Star Wars issue he looks at Luke's lightsaber and is like, "Hey, I recognize this thing," um, and uh, so so uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's interesting seeing how Vader figures out that Luke is his son because that's that's actually that really is something that's kind of a weird. I don't want to say quite plot hole. I mean, you just, it's one of those things that you just say, oh, it's because of the force, but right. He just knows like, it's not like it's not, especially with, with episode three, you know, that like he doesn't even, nobody even told him that he had a son. I mean, he knew that Padme was pregnant, but then he was pretty sure that he had murdered them all. Yeah. Yeah. That he had killed her. Yeah. (laughs) But then he knew that Leia was there too. And like, there's another only because of uh, Luke's feelings. Right. Luke, um, Luke yeah. attempted to conceal this information from Vader, and, and Vader he, figured it out yeah, during yeah. the Battle of Cloud City. Yeah, yeah. Or battle, no, it was or, on uh, on the. It was Battle of Endor. I don't yeah, think there was a Endor, Battle right. of Cloud City. I'm getting words mixed up in my brain. <laughs> the, <laughs> and yes, you know what I mean. The Battle of Cloud City. That would have been epic. Uh, they they uh, the, probably destroyed the Empire. All of Cloud City. <laughs> the Empire found a small thermal exhaust. Po- found a weather vane. The Empire found a weather vane. <laughs> that caused uh, caused the destruction of Cloud City, or you know, just randomly shot one of the gas clouds that contains starship fuel. Right, right. <laughs> um, okay, so, but uh, but I will say I will say that um, both series have started strong. Um, uh, they're definitely what I was. They're basically everything I was hoping from from the Marvel run. I was hoping for it to be stuff that feels Star Warsy. Um, not necessarily telling stories that are blatantly contradictory to everything we know from the expanded universe because it's it's in a relatively unexplored area um, as far as as far as in depth expanded universe rules um, and the rules that they have are kind of like based around the movies based pretty close on the movies you know there was Forlom showed up in the first issue and he was Forlom like he wasn't some other name or something. But, uh, but, but then also the arts just like a little better in the overall 
presentations a little better. All the issues have had that um, that like instead of a recap page, they have a an opening crawl, which is interesting. And the Darth Vader the Darth Vader issue was also very big. It was very big movie ish thing. It wasn't like a little charactery thing. So I, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, listen to more of that on the Polis podcast. <laughs> but I'll probably still talk about the Star Wars comics on this as, as they come out. And we're just looking for we're all looking forward to reading Kanan the Last Padawan in April. Is that a book? It's the comic that you've said this is the third time <laughs> that you've said that, comic uh, books that I brought it up and you said you'd read it. Wasting valuable time talking about p- comic books. Right, anyway, so let's Visions move on to the actual Hope. episode. The first that we episode came here that we watched was mm-hmm. Vision of Hope. Um, and this one that Senator in Exile, what's his name, uh, tries to have a, a, a talks in code and uh, has the rebels uh, meet him someplace, and they know somehow they know that like whenever he mentions a planet, that that's the next planet that he's going to go to, and then he mentions stuff in code that only the locals would recognize, and. This whole thing, and it's like, that seems a little easy. That seems a little obvious. Um, and then, of course, it's a it's a trap. It's always a trap. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, let's see. So, Dwight, what were your first uh, reactions to the episode? The first um, episode. I mean, I, I knew that that was broadcast were going on throughout the first couple episodes of the season. And, okay, like, you know, you've figured okay they're gonna try to regroup all the rebels together you know and this one guy is gonna do it but when this came about was oh there's a code in the message we're gonna go meet there and then you find out you know you had a feeling it was just like this is kind of a little weird because they easily got in there Mm -hmm. and it was like this was too easy you know dump things up Right. If, gonna happen. if your code is something that every single citizen of a planet knows, and they're actively recruiting from that planet for mm. their own forces, it just seems like that might be not a good. I don't know if code. the the implication that I got. First of all, here's here's two. I mean, obviously, we learn later in the episode that it was all you know, it right. was all a, a trick. But Senator Travis is an imperial. That's okay. Yeah. Here's uh, here's here's the sort of the defense of that strategy, though. One, I would say that it's very unlikely that if you got if if you went to the Imperial Academy, although I guess there is an, an academy on Lothal we've established because we saw uh, Ezra's friend from the Academy episode. Aside from aside from the the recruits who they're who they're probably not going to listen to anyway. The, all the officers and the full and the full uh, the full blown stormtroopers that are occupying the planet. Are probably not locals, right? And that is true. So the idea of them, and I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a. The, this interpretation is a kids' show, so you want it to be, you want, you want the codes to be pretty, like, relatively obvious, right? But I'm saying there must be someone on the planet who has lived there their entire life who actually sides with the Empire, who sides with the Empire, right. but the Empire is not going to listen to them because the Empire are a holes, right? And I mean, assuming that they, uh, 
so that Travis wasn't actually an Imperial the entire time, you'd mm. think they would have some informants. But yes, you're right, the Emperor are a-holes. But they're, at the same time, they just, use they, the Empire has a long history of using informants to great effect. Mm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the, uh, Garandin. It could, it could have been a plea deal. He could have been like, he. they could have caught him event earlier, and they said, well, if you continue doing this, yeah, well, so we can capture That might be the explanation as, as to how it is, but... But yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I think what Nick's saying is what what Nick's saying is that you you'd think this the idea of that it, it is a little bit far fetched that that using saying things that only locals would understand uh, that there would probably be especially on a planet with as as large an, a relatively large imperial presence like like Lothal. Yeah, there'd be somebody would be smart enough to to do that, but I I guess I guess I just disagree because I think that the empire is at this point is is at the height of their arrogance. It could be. Um, and I mean, I mean they they, I mean their moon got their moon gets in fi- in a couple of years their moon gets blown up by a by a, a little by a little plane. <laughs> you know, the Death Star gets blown up by a one man oh, yeah. fighter. I mean. And and they only have and they only have apparently one squadron of of starfighters to defend the, to defend the Death Star. Maybe in that quadrant, in that in that in the Death Star right. there, the Death like, Star probably could have launched some more fighters. Like I mean, no, they to carry a lot. They just only fighters, they just only carry. I mean, different obviously different in video games and stuff have have shown lots and lots of fighters, but. And in the movie, there were there were not very many fighters. Eh, the movie, movie had a tiny budget. Yeah, I know, but but but, <laughs> but I would say, but I mean, the point. I think the point of the of the Death Star thing was well, one, it was they probably it was probably right. They just sent out just enough fighters to to basically strike them down. Yeah, yeah. And they they, yeah, they had they had more fighters. I'm pretty sure the Death Star had more fighters. Mm-hmm. They, they just, just didn't, didn't think fly it was them a threat. out. I wonder. I I wonder if um. If the if at that point because because the thing is I mean obviously everything was sort of on a smaller scale in 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 a new hope, um, but I wonder if if because the Death Star was traveling on its own like it didn't have a no no star destroyer escorts support or, anything. or anything like that um, they didn't think anything could touch it <laughs> yeah yeah because they thought this was the ultimate power in the universe um, you know and the super you know, the super laser could have could have probably you know, taking out any, any capital, capital starships, but they just, you know, um, yeah, they were just, there was a, there was a design flaw, a stupid design flaw in the first, in the first one. And I mean, and then they didn't learn their lesson with the AT-ATs because there was a, in, in, in the battle of Hoth, there was a design flaw in the AT-ATs too. If you tangle their legs up, they fall down. You know, I mean, I mean, that's, I, I feel like, I feel like the empire is, is any, any mistakes that the empire makes, that seem like this is an awkward plot thing. I would, I would just, I would chalk it up to arrogance. Now that said, they also like the rebels. You know, w- with some caution, they fell for it. <laughs> they fell for the trap, probably because the empire's dumb, right? You know. Well, I mean, at the same time, you bring up the ATAT example. There, there are counters to that trap where the ATATs get right. their legs. If they just stopped moving, it would have done nothing. They wouldn't have advanced, but at the same time, the oh, cables yeah, would have fallen yeah, that's off. True. Well, or alternatively, if they'd gone to the uh, what Trooper Davin Felth ta- right, right, taught them, yeah. was if they'd kneeled, there would have been no. Well, but weak wasn't point. it unable to kneel? Like, didn't he want them to be able to? No, kneel? he he used that tactic oh, okay. in a training simulation, and they 
told him not to do that. Uh, okay, okay. Well, well, well. Then they didn't train. You know, right. G- General Veers wasn't smart it's, enough to do it. It's not that there was a design flaw. It was a pra- like mm-hmm. a I don't know operating procedure. Yeah, flaw. yeah, yeah. They didn't encourage thinking out of the box right, strategies right, right. or anything like that. Yeah. You have to be upright and moving and advancing for the honor of the empire mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably figure, I mean, technically they did sort of win the battle of Hoth. I mean, obviously they were trying to wipe uh, yeah. out the, wipe out the rebellion, but I mean, they did take out the rebel base, but yes, but for what the rebels had, they probably lost way more troops than they were supposed to. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not sure if any of those star destroyers actually crashed into the planet or not, but well, they no because they were shot with an ion cannon in general, which the, just the, disables the, yeah, something. Which, but which, if you have no engines it. and you're in a gravity well, where are you going? <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how. I don't know how Star Wars physics works because <laughs> they're just sort of they just sort of float there in space. Yeah, they're not, it's not like they're orbiting the planet. <laughs> I don't know how far away they were when that happened, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, because basically, Star Wars physics works works the way that uh, the way that like. Underwater, right? After all, we've seen what happens if a crap if a capital ship is on fire and has no engines. You can dead stick it to a a landing at the Battle of Coruscant. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Despite it having no control flaps or anything like that, a dead stick doesn't work. But sure, why not? (laughs) Well, and and uh, there's there's and I mean it just in general. All these space battles and everything catches on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you well, know, it's, you, you always assume that it, there are leaking oxygen or something right, like that. Yeah, yeah. Some sure, sort of sure volatile you do. Gas. Sure you do. Those it's, Tie Fighters are full of oxygen, despite the fact that their cabins aren't pressurized <laughs> and their and the pilots have to wear the air supply on them. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so some stuff that came out of this episode that I noticed. Uh, first of all, I I saw that uh, the senator had two droids with him that were like that were carrying they looked like protocol droids that he, they were carrying four, he actually four had four the two turned back to the ship and then he had the one on oh, either okay. side of him and, and the two that were with him got destroyed and the other two yeah. disappeared with the ship don't know where that went but but i was like i was like i thought the empire had banned uh battle droids of course they they still have probe droids it's which, not a battle right, 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 right no one can see my quotes but whatever Doing it, yeah. <laughs> battle droids. I guess they can. I mean, they can have robe droids, it, interrogation droids. No battle droids. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just. I mean, it's. It's not like uh, they didn't want. You know, they didn't want it to be like like Trade Federation. But uh, this is something um, that I noticed in the uh, in the the Star Wars Commander uh, strategy game on my tablet. Uh, you can event. You can un- one of the ships you can unlock is a uh, one of the the AAT tanks for the rebellion though. Um, the A or A yeah armored attack tanks. So right. AAT is the the tanks that the the Trade Federation and then assumedly the, uh, the Confederacy used. Or were they ATTs? No, MTT multi troop transport okay. armored attack tank is, okay. is AAT. Um. So, uh, so like the and like the explanation in the lore thing was was that the rebellion had you know was was like re refurbishing right. Old, there's the old, there's tons of trade fed tech lying around. Yeah, yeah. left over from the war or didn't get right. sent out. Which I think is and 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 this is this is sort of a um another example of 
maybe somebody who had who had some connection with with the Confederacy, but was still technically in the in the in the uh, in the Republic um, or separatists or confed. They call it, it was like the wasn't it like the Confederation of Independent S- Systems. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the Confed you can call them the Confederacy, the CIS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone who had who maybe had an affiliation with that. Um, and I mean, cause, cause people, cause, cause the rebel, you know, not all, all anti empire people are necessarily, uh, Republic loyalist freedom fighters. Well, you know what the precursor to this is? We're going back to star Wars demolitions again, where a Wookiee drives an AAT. Oh really? Yeah. That's, that's who's driving it is. I think a Wookiee, he rebuilds it and that's what just what huh. he drives. That's, that's interesting. I never... I never realized. I mean, I guess that was a long time ago. Yeah, but it's been a while, but that is way more relevant than I was expecting. When does Star Wars Demolitions take place? Because um, Boba Fett's in it, right? Right. And it's actually Boba Fett. It's not Jango Fett. Right. I think it takes place just before... Uh, a New Hope? Return of the Jedi. Or Return of the Jedi. Because they're they're all there trying to get Han, basically. Oh, okay. Because They're trying to rescue Han. Some of them are. The, like the the rebel twins who are flying the airspeeder. They have a oh okay. in the lore. They have a giant crush on Han, so that's why. Oh, there. okay. And uh, basically, Bosk Leia is there. I think that's that's that is Bosk, interesting. Um, Bausch is Bausch, there trying yeah. to rescue him, and hmm. Amtel Screege is there doing his okay. thing. So it's uh-huh. just before that. that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, so that is yeah, you're right. That is a precursor to this uh, the <laughs> idea of of cl- of the sort of Confederacy Clone Wars tech being a precursor to uh, rebellion stuff, which is which is interesting because because you saw more. I mean, I feel like in the in the in episode two and episode three, most of the most of the ships for the Republic side were moving towards the look. They were like a cross between an X-Wing and a TIE fighter kind of right. thing. Um, the, whatever those are, V-Wings or whatever, look very like, kind of like a precursor to the X-Wing. Um, which I guess is in, in connection with, because like, didn't like, Incom... Incom actually worked for the Empire. Yeah, they worked and for the Empire. the Rebels and then, like, stole the X-Wings, it. and the, the X-Wings got so popular with the Rebels, the Empire didn't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. I believe is what happened, or mm. the income, the lead income as a company basically defected. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought income defected, but which would you know, which and that's uh, right. And then they put, and then they built a park for dinosaurs. Not in Gen. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a random thing, but I thought it was clever on on Facebook. Somebody uh, showed had a video of Chris Pratt from like. Five years ago, did you guys see this? He was Is that the he one was holding doing a, a script or whatever. No, know. he was doing a uh, like a behind the scenes thing for his the for the second season of Parks and Recreation, and he pretended to get a text message from Steven Spielberg about Jurassic Park Four. Ah. It was like several, you know, several several years ago. I thought it was kind of clever. That's anyway, um, maybe so. Maybe that so was yeah, a real this, thing. This idea, <laughs> yeah. this idea of um, of the of the connection of or of of sort of using utilizing uh, a Confederacy technology and 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 stuff in the 
as the as the in the early rebellion. I really I really like that idea. It's it's one of those things that I really like when they can when there are things that kind of connect the prequel trilogy to the original trilogy. Right. And that's a thing that really could use a little more fleshing out is how you get from one to mm-hmm. the other. I mean, there are the Clone Wars series and now Rebels is probably the one that's best positioned yeah. for that, but just showing how the technology changes and one design being favored over the other. Although at the beginning of Rebels, I will say that they just uh, they didn't really start with the uh, the pre-imperial tech. They just had Tie Fighters and Lambda shells. Yeah. I was sort of expecting them to ease into that. Uh-huh. But why? Well, I, I think I mean it's only five years before New Hope. I guess I expected maybe an I the Tie Fighters. Yes, it's going to take a while to produce a, a bunch of Tie older Fighters. Models of something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not necess- well, they've got the not necessarily pulling out the uh, the Tie Advanced or the mm-hmm. they've got the well. First of all. The Tie Advance, I will say, the Tie Advance Lego, I, I almost bought it. Those wings, like, collapse. Do they do that in the show? I don't think we see them do that in the show. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, that's weird. Um, also, it's a, it's, the model's smaller than the, than the Lego Tie Fighter, which I didn't like. So, uh, Like, that, the ball is smaller, or the whole thing? I think thing? that the whole... I don't. Because I don't remember. I, yeah, I'm the, pretty sure Ty Advanced design, or maybe it's not smaller. Now that I'm looking at, I think Ty Advanced are shorter, but the yeah, wings yeah, yeah. take up more space. Yeah, I don't know. Now that I'm actually looking at it, I was thinking, I was, I was thinking that it was, uh, that it was a little bigger because uh, I do have a Tie Fighter. I don't know. I can get the. Maybe I'll. I'll probably end up getting the. And we're all staring Advanced, at it. The Tie Advanced prototype by Lego, um, aka Darth Vader ship. Although, does it come with Darth Vader? Who who does it come with? Just it's, a pilot? It, I think it comes with the Inquisitor. No one wants the Inquisitor. And uh, I do. It comes with the Inquisitor and some other figures. I can't remember Does it come ones. with his lightsaber, though? Probably. Have it you, comes with a li- I'm sure it comes with a lightsaber for the Inquisitor, whether it's a new design or not. Right, I mean... How, how can you get the Inquisitor without his very unique weapon that you can never get anywhere else? <laughs> um, That's probably half the reason they put him in there is just yeah. to sell that model. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, the other thing that um, we kind of got a little bit more information about Ezra's parents in this episode. Uh, yep it's it's implied that uh, was it Trainer uh, betrayed them too. Right. Right. Um, and. Uh, well, and and I mean, I don't know if we if we've even established that they did brought anti imperial broadcasts. No, they, they did. did. Yeah, I mean, they established. I I don't know. I don't know if they like came out and like made it that clear. We knew they did something. I didn't, yeah, no, I mean, they mentioned the fact that his parents that right. there haven't been any protest broadcasts. Oh, since his parents. Oh, yeah, and they, they were. There was, was that's how talk he identified that he was a bridger. Was that his parents? had done these things uh, and that he referenced that his parents had done these or had sent right. out broadcasts. Right. Well, that was, they, they said that in this episode, right, in this episode. Yeah. That's what I mean. No, th- before, that's something no, we before, learned in this episode. Before that, they had mentioned that they sent out broadcasts. Okay. 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 Well, yeah, I must not have. We're just reestablishing. You well, just got to put two and two together. I felt like it was more blatant in this. It was, it was no, not. No, they beat was, you was, over the head with it. Yeah. In this episode. It but, was, it was more blatant in this episode. Or rather episode, in which, vis- a vision of hope. Since we're reviewing two episodes, yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, the one thing I thought was weird um, 
was, and maybe this is because he figured that that this, the strategy wouldn't work anymore. But the first, this is the first time that he that the senator has, tr- d- uh, you know, come in contact with a rebel cell that he didn't kill all of them. Um, and and so because of that, he then he makes a special thing. It's like, oh, I was, I'm. I, I I am no longer a rebel anymore. Well, he, he, yeah, he's gonna break cover basically because they they do have ways. They ask why hasn't anyone ever heard about this before, right. and it's that he's never failed before. Basically, yeah, no yeah. one's ever found out. But he also said that he, they either kill him or they keep tabs on him. He he mentioned he didn't that. mention that they no, killed he said them. He they... said instead of arresting them, they'll watch them. Yeah, basically. I thought he passed. said, I, and and then he said, and then shortly after I leave, they some accident. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. He did say that. So he, yeah, he basically yeah, he does he kills him. Yeah. Um, you are correct. I am wrong. So I mean, I guess that's I guess that works. It's just like it seemed like it it, it seemed a little like kind of wonky. That I mean, it might be other other rebel cells might see that and be like, that's kind of weird that this guy who's our strongest. A supporter guy is suddenly giving up, right? Just because he ran into a rebel cell that was mean. Because he says like that they're like super violent or something. Yeah, but, despite the fact that this is the first rebel cell that is peace is more or less peaceful, is what Tarkin yeah, says. Yeah, well, he said it's that some of them are and some of them aren't, which is what we find out in the next episode when Tarkin shows up. Yes. So, Nick, what were your first reactions of uh, uh, call to arms. arms or call to action or whatever it's called? Call to action. Yeah, call well, to action. Basically, woohoo, Tarkin, <laughs> because uh, Tarkin's awesome. He's basically the the pinnacle of evil bad guy gentlemanness, gentlemanliness yeah. Yeah. that we have in Star Wars. He's sort of he's sort of the face of the bureaucratic empire as opposed to the dark side force using empire, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the face that most of the the empire see. Most right, of, right. Most right. of the people don't see anything past Tarkin. Right. The empire is just a just a man. Vader's just a man. Mm. Although Vader's a little more scary because he has is rumored to have magical powers. Yeah, whatever. I think. I think it's kind of established. I think that it's kind of common knowledge that he's, but like no a one really Jedi wants to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> or it's, or it's but at least, yeah. I did think that the actor who played his voice did a good job. The model was pretty close, but I don't know. Something about the voice just seemed to lack that quiet menace. I think that the original actor had uh-huh. in a new hope, but other than that, it was fantastic. And I thought it was a well done. episode. He really rolled his R's. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was sad to see them kill my, uh, my two favorite Imperial stooges, the commander and the taskmaster. Taskmaster was definitely my favorite Imperial idiot that we had available to us. And see, I hadn't even noticed that those characters were a thing. What did you think of the episode? Dwight, Oh, I enjoyed it. I always like to see Tarkin and people that we know from the original trilogy. And just the way that he confronted that scene that Nick is talking about is like he called them in to inquire about why they haven't showed any, you know, progress on what they're doing. And so 
the Inquisitors up behind him, and it's like, okay, this is obviously what's going to happen, but it's awesome the way it happens. You don't actually see it, you hear it. Right. Well, it's a kid's show. Plus, I mean, <laughs> it, it was less about uh, asking them why they failed and more about telling everyone else, don't screw up anymore, right. I'm done um, with this. Yeah, the <laughs> – um, who's the who's the woman – she is the assistant governor. Okay. Because the right. actual governor is out of town for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that woman that came up right. with the projection screen on Empire Day. Right. And she's also the one who is talking to the Aqualish with okay. the, the protocol droid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember. And, uh, yeah, so her and, yeah, her and, uh, Callus needed, uh, needed to be shown. Even the Inquisitor got tough. Some some smack talk, yeah, talk yeah, to him, yeah. which he is says, awesome. He says, no one talks shame. bad to the It's a shame that we don't have uh, someone whose specialty is taking out Jedi. <laughs> oh man, but I guess if you're if your best friends if your besties with Vader, not even an Inquisitor right, wants to right. handle yeah, talk to you. Because he's <laughs> the Inquisitor is below Vader. Yeah. Is is the is is Vader light. You know, the Inquis- Inquisitors need to show up in the Star Wars comic. That's what needs to happen. Because that he's a really solid, like he's a really solid, uh, or something like that. Like he's a really solid, like villain that's like a sti- sort of a stand-in for for a for a Sith for for Darth Vader, right? Because you can't have too many Sith lords running around, and we've already had the the, the apprentices of whatever. But the point is that my question is: Is have we established that the Inquisitor is one Inquisitor, or is he just one of many Inquisitors? Um, it hasn't been clear. I, I sort of think yeah. that they're I, pulling those force-sensitive people out to make more Inquisitors. Yeah. I uh, I don't think it was specifically said in the show, but I'm sure that somewhere in the in all the press that was that was coming out before the show started, uh, somebody refer one of them referred to it as the Inquisitors. Uh, were, they said the Inquisitors were uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so. He's he is I think he is one of many yeah the yeah the Im- implication is that um, right it would be a shame if he was just the one and spending all this time on this little backwater uh, in the yeah. outer rim <laughs> no but the assumption is I mean and even in, in this episode Tarkin talks about there are other rebel cells um, like this which which I, I just I can't wait until we. We actually yeah. see some other actually, rebel yeah, cells. Yeah. And, and then that, that's what he says there. It's like our own. The the only problem that would cause is if they become one. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not they're not an issue individually. They're just a nuisance. Right. But if they become one and they unite, that then we have a problem. The single reason they're not a threat is that they lack mm-hmm. unity. Right. <laughs> I, I thought they lack a discipline. But, um, no, the Imperials <laughs> rack the discipline, and the Jedi rack yeah, the discipline. Ezra, Everybody Ezra. racks the discipline. Ezra ra- racks the discipline. But, but I um, also like how it shows that you know Kanan and Ezra are both learning together. Yeah. At uh, through all this, that they're finding one, out more about each other. One, um, one of the, and I don't know if this is like in any way canonical, but this is like sort of a the way that I think of things of the, over the course of. Um, of the of the original trilogy, um, and and an explanation as to why the rebels seem to have more and more ships, and there's escalation throughout. Um, like this idea that first you had like this sort of ragtag group of reg- rebels, you know, maybe somewhat organized by um, Bail Organa and Bell Iblis and 
and all that. And they're sort of like they're like a fleet. And then they set you know they set up in they set up on Hoth and and they and they've gotten a little more organized. But then they have they have to leave and they're scattered. But then they become friends with the Bothans and they become friends with the with the Mon Calamari fleet and sort of like merge their merge their merge the their little fleet with the Mon Calamari fleet and then the Bothans network of spies and and then then they become a real a real threat. Right. And it kind of works the same way that the uh the separatists worked the the confederation. They have the the navy but they don't really become a giant threat until they get with the bankers because somebody with money starts thinking that those guys can win. Right. And until they get the money, they can't really maintain a fleet, such a large fleet. They Mm. can't spread out as much as they need to. So it's really important for them to not just strike back at the empire to, but to be seen as truly a, a force that can be reckoned with and can actually stand on its own. Right and 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 uh, encourage the random other planets and then also there I mean it's like the, the the thing is the empire is spread you know the empire has their force using inquisitor dealing with these this, this group of five people in one ship and they've got all these all these things dealing with the crap on Lothal and then meanwhile the uh, the the rebels the real the you know Bail Organa's rebels can. That, you know, because right. they're because they're they're dealing with because the empire is dealing with all these little threats, and then like a, a real threat comes up, and then they come in and blow up a you know take out a major right, and then they just disappear for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's terrorism basically. Yeah, except for except for like it's like well, it is. I mean, it no, is it, like it, it, it's it's, it's guerrilla warfare. warfare. It's, yeah, it's guerrilla warfare. Except for when the rebels blow something up. It makes people feel like there's a chance for to restore freedom into the galaxy, as opposed to you know just being scared. I think that's the thing. That's the thing about terrorism is is it's about it's about fear, whereas what the rebels are trying to do is is generating hope and possibly fe- having the, making the Imperials fear them, but more right. like making it's, the, it's more of a respect thing with the Imperials because they only target they would only ever target mil- make do military targets generally. One might almost say it all depends upon your point of view. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um. Although I guess you had the band of rebels in the Tarkin book that took out some civilian, or well, like marginally civilian bases, right? And they do mention that some groups have more principles than others, right? Right, which I think is which I think is really important. I'd really like to see uh, this this group run into a more mercenary more, yeah, sort more, of, yeah they're willing to kill willy-nilly just because it, it's convenient sort of thing like more yeah more like legitimately like these people live on a you know the you know if you're going outside of lothal probably but, but like these people live willingly live on a planet that supports uh you know that supports the empire you know they go to like Korolog or something yeah um Korolog. i don't even know anything about Korolog. i was thinking karita that's what i meant to say well, Karita is the Stormtrooper Academy. Right, right. Yeah, the big academies there. Assumedly, there's some there's something else besides the Stormtrooper Academy on Karita. Right. No, I, especially especially in the, the context of that of that the story. Stormtrooper family. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see them run into a group that isn't in it so much for the ideals as in it for revenge. They mm-hmm. lost their families. Okay. The Empire took everything already. They have right. nothing to lose, and they just want to make the Empire mm-hmm. pay. I think that yeah. would be a very interesting dynamic. 
Yeah, or you have yeah, so you have that, or you have yeah, yeah, or I think various uh, sort of uneasy relationships and working with you know we've already seen them working with uh, crime lords and stuff. Like I think that 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 will definitely be be interesting. And then also, I do hope we get to a point where you know what would be really great is if uh, is if in the final season of the show, you know, ten years from now. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> in the fi- yeah, well, no, because they'll they'll do what AMC does and d- divide the last season up. Uh, they'll they'll delay the last season for five years and then divide it up over the course of two years. Um, but they'll they'll uh, if if we could have them like build up like like a something that's resembling like the rebellion and then the empire just completely wipes them out. Yeah, I just I really hope I really hope that all these characters die or at least some of them. Like like. The whole thing about Clone Wars, uh, eh, spoiler, whatever. Um, the whole thing about Clone Wars was was you know that Ahsoka isn't around in Episode Three, right? And, and something so, happens. Something she- ha- you know, and and so the assumption is that she's going to die. She doesn't actually die. She goes away, but but like you know. So I guess they could. I wouldn't mind seeing Ahsoka show up in right in this. I, I generally I wouldn't mind seeing any. Like if there's more Jedi characters or prequel characters that are still alive, or a Singh's still kicking, right? I, I mean, at some point, these rebels will build a base on Dantooine. Oh yeah, and something will happen. I totally forgot about that. I'm excited yeah. for Dantooine in ten years. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's right. You're right. They probably will. That will be like a thing. Uh, about about Dantooine, maybe the maybe Empire like, didn't necessarily know about it, but it was abandoned for some reason. Right. Well, maybe um, maybe that's. I wonder if that's like uh, if that'll be a base. If that'll be where we'll see Leia, like right. as a young a young Leia. But like she if, obviously knew about that. But base. in the in the where they destroy Alderaan, they bring up um, Dantooine. Dantooine. Right. That's what we're talking to about. To Tolkien. Tarkin, Tarkin, and Leia's there and everything, and it doesn't face him when they mention that. So it might ha- might change things if he was actually part of. Well, he Dan not Tarkin's, that he would have been part of it, but just if he knew in about it. Well, he he's he, he doesn't know Tarkin, where every rebel Tarkin base is ever a pretty off, cool off character. Him. Not a lot phases the man. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. he might have known about it. That's why he knew that he, he, they should blow up Alderaan instead. Well, the reason, yeah. well, no, the reason that I, they blew that they didn't blow up Dantooine was too remote. Yeah, nobody cared. Yeah, no one, <laughs> no one would, no one would notice. Um, which is why it made such a great rebel base, right? Right. <laughs> Apparently. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, something happened. Something happened in Dantooine. Yeah, that is that's true. That's. Uh, that's a story that I don't know has been told. I think it might have been there was something about Dantooine. Maybe the, Vader shows up. That and takes novel it out. that was based on the the first Star Wars RPG MMORPG. Oh yeah, the one I had when we were kids. Did you have it? The, the series of novels. No, 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 no MMO. On, the online. Oh, Galaxies. Yeah. I have no idea. I did not yeah, play there was Galaxies. A, there was a no, but there was a novel based around it, and I think it had something to do with Dantooine. I believe it. It's 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 an easy thing to go for, low hanging fruit, as it were. Right, right, right. I mean, probably, probably there have been stories written, whether they're even if they were tales, books, or comics, or whatever. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, but 
that stuff, you know, doesn't matter too much. I'm trying to think if there was any other, like, really key stuff. I think you you, you pointed it out a couple times, Nick. Uh, Lambda shuttles are awesome. Yeah. They're, they're just so menacing. Right. They, they do look a little goofy from the side because they kind of look like a goose, but... Mm-hmm. The rest of it is and then fine. and then the episode ended. The episode ended and Kanan is captured, right? Yes, Kanan. So that's, Kanan is stuck. That's relevant. And mm-hmm. if I was if I was the Inquisitor, you know what I would have done when I had my lightsaber to Kanan's throat? Oops! I would have cut his throat. <laughs> Oops! Like, but at the same time, you don't want to piss Tarkin off, and he asked did, for him alive. Did Tarkin did ask for him alive. Well, Tarkin doesn't think he's a Jedi because he's a crazy, arrogant Imperial. That is true. Tarkin is convinced well, Tarkin, that there are no more Jedi. Tarkin also has to go with the narrative. The Empire has been broadcasting this narrative that all the Jedi are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarkin has to stick to this. Even though he may know differently. He most assuredly knows differently. But then why would he ask for... If he if he thinks that Kanan is... Because Kanan might know where the other Jedis are. Yeah, he's hoping to either sh- show that... Basically, he's hoping to probably proclaim to the populace that this man claims to be a Jedi. He's not a Jedi. Mm-hmm. He's a fake. If he was a Jedi, we couldn't do this. Yeah, Kill, yeah, yeah. stab, murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, and Tarkin, it's not just the narrative. Tarkin thinks that there's no more Jedi. I mean, in uh, in Empire, or I mean, in, in, in Empire, in, in A New Hope, he tells Vader that Vader's the last, the right. la- all the remains of, of their religion. That's five years later. Yeah, that's true. But he also, Tarkin has this this sort of weird one-on-one relationship with Palpatine, too, where mm-hmm. basically Palpatine trusts Tarkin more than anyone pretty much except for Vader. Right. Which is very strange. And and that's only because uh, James Luceno uh, wrote the book about both of them. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but, and that's canon. Tarkin's canon. Right. But uh, Palpatine understands Tarkin, I think, more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, they're definitely, I mean, they're definitely similar characters. Um, right. Where I think, I think Tarkin is, Tarkin is much closer to the public persona of Palpatine. Right. Because I don't think that, because I don't think anything in the, in the Tarkin novel or anything that I've seen suggests that Tarkin is out for necessarily for power. He really I feel like he really believes in in what the empire is doing in order. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he sees power as a weapon to keep mm-hmm. both himself, the Tarkin family and the empire in power. And he thinks that because he did these things, he deserves he has proven his abilities to lead. Mm-hmm. And that basically the the strong dominate the weak, and yeah. So he shall dominate. He and the emperor and Vader yeah. shall basically dominate the galaxy. But I think, but, but I think he thinks that that's the right right. Thing. He, he like, believes that that's just like, the way it should be. It's it's natural selection on a yeah. grand scale. Yeah. All right. Any uh, final things on these two episodes, Dwight? Oh, I'm just looking forward to see how they get Kanan out of this situation, if he's going to survive or not. You know, That'd I mean, be crazy if Kanan died halfway through the first season. Oh, man, what the hell do we do for the next season? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think he will die based on, you know, he's a main character. But there are shows that, you know, do kill off main characters. and Yeah, I, I, pretty, I pretty highly doubt 
that <laughs> that will happen in in this show. Just the way that the show is sort of. Uh, but but yeah, maybe. And then, like you said, I want to see if they're going to meet up with Bail Organa again and see what happens with that. Yeah, I I think I think these last couple episodes where we've seen sort of the the like guest appearances of of established Star Wars minor characters. I'd really like to see like a whole, I mean, I guess they're mostly doing one off episodes now, although this is going to be sort of a two parter, I guess. Cause I, mean, well, I guess they it's have kind of a two. It's already been a two parter. Yeah. I guess they have been every episode. They have been kind of referencing the episode before to show that there is an order and a continuity going yeah. on, but it's not, but, but I mean, they're, they're more or less standalones. Um, and this one, I mean, this one is, is, more more connected because because Kanan's in a in a pickle and yeah. they need to rescue him. But um, but I'd really like I'd really like to see like if Tar like if they kept Tarkin around like if Tarkin hangs out on Lothal for like the rest of the season um, or if he becomes like the person that they def- that 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 uh, that the Inquisitor or or that or that Callus uh, uh, like reports to. Right. I think they'll keep Tarkin for a little bit, but I think he's eventually going to have to go away just because he's probably too competent. <laughs> he's too good at his job. Yeah. He's too scary. Something else is going to happen, and he's going to have uh, to go away and buy them some time. Yeah, because the nice – because something I was I was thinking about, uh, the Clone Wars series versus this, is the Clone Wars series did a really good job of – um, and they and they didn't have a a centralized cast the way that um, the way that this show does. You know, you, they do a story arc about Darth Maul and 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 Savage Oppress that would almost not even include uh, Anakin, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi Wan, or or they uh, or there'd be episodes that were exclusively about clone troopers or whatever. Like they would they would jump around a lot more, and so because of that. You you had characters who are underdeveloped. Uh, young Boba Fett was in some episodes. Characters that were like underdeveloped that would do it, and and this having all having all new characters and then having somebody show up for an episode, it almost doesn't feel quite as Star Warsy as entrenched in the. It doesn't feel quite as entrenched in the continuity in the Star Wars continuity the way that the the Clone Wars series right. did. Right, just because you see less of the entire the entire galaxy. Right. Rather, they've stayed within a jump or two of Lothal the entire. Well, time. that's and that yeah, I guess that's the other thing is it'd be nice if they if they went to, I mean, if they went to Tatooine, Hoth, Endor, Naboo, Geonosis. I want to see Corellia. Well, yeah, I'd be. I mean, they really should be going. They really should be hanging out at Corellia. I mean, I think. I think the thing is, this first season is probably they're they're establishing all of their original characters and stuff. But I just, I'd really like. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Lando would show up and and really be part of the team for a little uh, while, I or, could do without any more Lando. I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, maybe not Lando. Someone else. like some some not Lando person. Like like there was a when when uh, when R two and three PO showed up in the in. In the uh, in the early episode, like if if R two and three PO uh, flew around with them for a little while as as emissaries from Bail Organa, I guess I um, didn't really like that a whole lot either. So maybe I'm just well, hating on. 
I, well, I love I think, Tarkin, but I mean, I think the thing is, I mean, that, those might be poor examples. I mean, maybe we, I mean, you know, maybe have a, have Wedge show up, and I mean, I guess he'd be pretty young at this point, but not right. that much. He's not that much younger than Ezra. Was Wedge involved that early on? I can't remember. Who cares? I guess that's true. <laughs> Who he cares? was involved Reset before everything. A New Hope. He was involved before A New Hope. Right. That's because that. Yeah. I mean, I think he. Yeah, he might. I think he was only involved for like a year before A New Hope, but because mm. he he was a minor character in in the Red Squadron. He wasn't one of the leaders or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he got. Yeah, he probably got his start around that. But I mean, but that doesn't mean that. But he was also his. Weren't his parents smugglers or something? Like, yeah, his parents uh, basically had a refueling station that I believe pirates wiped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pirates. Yeah, pir- it was pirates. Right. Because I remember there being Corn like a thing Horn that, and his father investigated that whole thing or yeah. something like that. But uh, but like I think you could have I think you could have a young wedge Antilles very easily or. Uh, um, I mean, they could they could easily go to Tatooine and have an adventure with them. I just like, I don't know. I if they could figure out like I think Tarkin is a really good fit for the for the show. If they could figure out a couple other movie characters to make to make recurring characters, not just have one off guest spots, I think it would feel a little bit more entrenched in the universe, right? Um, uh, I mean, they have stormtroopers that make. I mean, it definitely feels Star Warsy. Don't get me right. wrong, I, but it's. I just, mean, so, yeah, just throwing my mind out there. There's a couple characters that have been sort of underdeveloped that that were from that period that could be thrown out, like uh, uh, Booster Tarek or Talon Card would be good. Would be <laughs> if good. Booster characters. Tarek or Talon Card showed up in the show. That would be crazy. Exactly, because they, they don't exist anymore. Right. <laughs> But they're from that time period, uh, a smuggler and an information right. broker. Basically, that would be oh, that would be so cool. That would be like, that would be like when I'm when I'm watching like I think like Talon Gotham still and in, no Talon Card should be still loose around this time. Yeah, I mean he's he's old, like he's he's the same age as Han. Right, he was away for like 13 years, like several years after Return of the Jedi. So he should he should get caught oh, around yeah, a yeah. New Hope. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah, Talon tal- tal- Card. Talon Card never have gets Mara cut, Jade. So. Have, have, have a team. Oh god, Mara if we Jade. could have Mara Jade be the next Inquisitor who comes after them. Oh yeah, well that's what I was thinking. Like the that Inquisitor would be amazing, really... and that would be yeah, that would be perfect because she does. You wouldn't have to deal with the Mara Mara meeting Luke thing because that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, although she's still kind of young, but maybe at, maybe she'll she's the the Inquisitor's intern. <laughs> well, I mean. Start them young. They, we'll, we'll see the academy. So I mean, knows? she's. I mean, this how is, old is she? Older than Luke, or is she the same age as Luke? I think she's the same age as she's Luke. The same age as generally Luke? speaking. So if Luke was, so I mean, Luke. So she'd be like thirteen now. Yeah. So she'd be yeah, at, at least she'd 13. be the right age. To, she's just a little younger than Ezra, maybe. So yeah. maybe she's at the academy, and we'll see her later. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my thought. The academy. That's. Yeah, that would maybe be. she teams up with that other kid's sister, and that would be so cool if Mara Jade existed again. <laughs> Let's bring back some of these characters. Yeah, I mean that's I, that's that's make, actually make, relevant. Make some fans I mean, happy again. That's you know you know that's and and you 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 uh, when we were angry a few months ago when they when they erased the expanded universe, um, you brought up the the comics uh, hit the reset button. On occasion, and I don't like it, but no, they no, do. no. But that's, a, I mean, but that's a thing. Like, and, and a lot of people compare it to like New Fifty Two uh, in DC, and and 
in in the DC New Fifty Two or anytime you have a either a reset button or just even just a new continuity like like you know from watching Flash or Gotham or something, and then a character an obscure character from the comics shows up. I mean, uh, Wildcat, who's a Justice Society member or something, recently showed up in uh, in um, in uh, uh, Arrow, and I was like, "That's a really cool character that I know who they are," and that's about it. And I have this picture of this really bad costume that he had, but it was like it's like you know the the sort of Easter eggish stuff, you know. Maybe Grand Admiral Thrawn could show up. Yeah, I think we've mentioned that a time or two. <laughs> I- or just the, you know, they could, oh, yeah. I guess, I don't know. The chists uh, are sort of a hidden thing. They're not that well yeah. known. Well, but they could, it's I a mean, reset button, so who knows? Yeah, and also they could go to the, un, I mean, if we get later on, if there's a if there's a storyline right. reason they for could, it. They could they track could get, down that. They could go the to the unknown reason. or whatever, yeah. 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 Hunt, hunt, go, go, try to find the Jedi. Try to find outbound flight. Yeah, there we go, outbound flight. <laughs> yeah. George Sabouth. <laughs> and then they run into the real George Sabouth. But that, yeah, that's true. Like, like you could. There are plenty of characters that would make a lot of people happy and would make it very interesting. And are and are interesting characters that you could tweak a little bit if right. you're if you're and changing. Most continuity. of them have pretty good backstories in their own right. Yeah, and could be could be useful to the rebels I mean, at this point. I mean, uh, Dave Filoni specifically said when they made the announcement. Dave Filoni, for those who uh, don't know, is the guy. He's the like the mastermind behind Clone Wars and uh, and Rebels. And, uh, he, I mean, he said that the expanded universe is going to get mined until the end of time. And, and specifically, specifically at that point, you know, they talked about how they were going to be using the, uh, Imperial Security Bureau in Rebels. And obviously they have. Yep. In Agent Callus. And, uh, and I mean, Mara Jade is referred to as an Imperial agent, so she could also be, uh. ISB? She could also be in ISB, yeah. Or ISB, but secretly the Emperor's hand, right? Kind of thing. Because apparently she did some bad stuff in the past, but there really haven't been that many stories written about. Right, I think what she, she did I in think the past. There's like a short story about an assassination, maybe. And that's about well, there's. I mean, there were two. There were two novels set in the era, but I think she was. I don't think she was really. I don't know. Yeah, sure. right. She's a carry character that gets used a lot, but didn't have a whole. Sort of had she's got the checkered. She's like yeah. basically she's like she's like Wolverine. She's got this mysterious checkered past, but they but they tell the story about her being a hero, right? And all the and all even even all the flashback stories, she's actually a hero. She secretly wants to be a hero, <laughs> yeah, but she yeah. can't because the emperor is her boss. What do you think, Dwight? Would you like to see Mara Jade in Rebels? Isn't, isn't she one that was in Clone Wars? No. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to remember because I've heard the name and I, I'm imagining this girl with the lightsaber. Yes, she's got she's got red hair. She's a, she uh, is the Emperor's hand in uh, books, and then you have no no frame of reference for her. It's okay. No, I just I recognize <laughs> the name from you guys. You talking probably recognize about the name because she's one of the she's one of the the most well known expanded universe characters that right. there is. Anyway, my my final thoughts are a, a couple tech <laughs> shout outs to the TIE Fighter gunboat. The Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see a probe droid for probably the first time in continuity. I'm not sure if they were in the Clone Wars or not. But no, they weren't. Or I don't think so. Or at least not not, not common. 
not the they weren't the imperial one that right. said yeah, right. but by the time Hoth goes around they're talking they're saying it's an old right dialect. they're not they're not so powerful no, it's anymore. not an old it's that's no you're you're confused right. he says i'm i'm fluent in over 6 million forms of communication this code is not used. Oh no, by, that's an encryption the, code. Basically, it's a by by the by the rebellion. Yeah, that's that's you're not thinking, the when you say language. the older code. You're thinking of in in Return of the Jedi when they're flying when they're, by the yeah, star destroyers. He says oh. it's an older code, but it I was about out. to it checks out. I was about to clear them. Anyway, further shout outs are to mobile turbo laser batteries that can apparently depress far enough to shoot infantry. That's kind of neat. And uh, the last one is. Data spikes that are actually spikes. <laughs> that seems to happen a lot in science fiction shows, but I find it hilarious. <laughs> I, like, I I don't know what a data spike is, but... It's, it's um, basically a, a virus. You oh, okay, okay. You just put a virus in. That was the thumb drive was that the, thumb the drive? chopper puts into. Yeah, they're always... In sci-fi shows, they always say data spike, and then it's actually a spike <laughs> that they just stab the computer with. <laughs> All right, because that way the user, the the viewers know what's what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Um, subscribe to us uh, if if anybody's listening to us because they heard the uh, the special episode uh, on packratcomics.com, Then let me know because uh, that'd be cool if we actually picked up listeners from that. Uh, but subscribe to us on uh, Kendallcast on iTunes. Uh, like us on Facebook, whether uh, Nick wants you to or not. Um, and I'm I'm at K Hallman on Twitter. Uh, not that I tweet ever. Um, Nick's probably not on Twitter. Are you on Twitter, Dwight? Yes. Twitter.com slash Dwiggity. Dwiggity? All right. Go like Dwiggity. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I follow you on on Twitter. I'm no, trying to. I'm trying to be, be better about social networking and posting stuff and everything. I want to be a little bit more professional-ish with this podcast and 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 my other ones in uh, in 2015. So, uh, good resolution. Until 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 next time, keep rebelling. You don't need a cause.